Welcome to the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. My name is Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, a creative entrepreneur, mother of four, and I'm also an Australian living in Las Vegas. Every episode has been intentionally designed to help you rise above your limiting beliefs, dial in your manifestation habits, and live a life with more intention. It's going to be fun, and ultimately, it will inspire you to manifest your best life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Manifest Your Best Life. My name is Sarah Prout and I'm always so excited to spend this time with you. So whether you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or you're watching the video over on YouTube, welcome. I am so excited to bring this topic to you today because I literally get hundreds upon hundreds of messages every single month asking the same question. And the question is this, I've made a vision board, Sarah, and why isn't it working? So today I'm going to be sharing with you the three reasons why your vision board is not working. And I'm sure so many of you out there are extremely curious to figure out the secret recipe because here's the thing. I love vision boards. I have been teaching the art of creating a vision board now for well over 10 years. And something that I love about this process in particular is that it works. It works if you do it correctly, but there are a few subtle nuances that must be taken into consideration in order for it to work. So to kick off today, I thought I would share with you a story of one of my vision boards that actually worked. Uh, It was rewind, get back into my time machine with me back to 2013. I was still living in Australia and my, um, my then boyfriend had proposed to me on my 33rd birthday as a surprise and we were going to get married. (laughs) And so I thought, you know, what would be really cool? I want to create a wedding vision board. And I wrote about this actually in my book, Dear Universe. If you haven't yet got yourself a copy, then you can do so by going to Amazon or pretty much anywhere you can buy books, you can get a copy of Dear Universe. But this is the uh, slightly longer story than I go into detail with in the book. And on that, on that wedding vision board, I placed uh, the bouquet of flowers that I wanted to hold on my wedding day. And they're peonies. For those of you that are not familiar with peony, the flower, they're like these beautiful, um, lightly pink petaled flowers. And they're quite expensive as well. And we were really working on a budget. But that was the one thing that I really wanted to splurge on. I wanted the peonies because they're my dad's favorite flower as well. And if he was taking the time to walk me down the aisle, I wanted to make sure that he, I mean, my dad loves flowers. As a watercolorist, he has always been inspired by flora and fauna and I knew that he would approve of the peonies as well so I put them on my vision board and and thought nothing of it I put some other details on there as well fast forward to my wedding day on the 21st of September 2013 uh, the florist showed up and and keep in mind we had planned this wedding from the other side of the world so 
we hadn't decided to move to Las Vegas yet. In fact, we it wasn't even a thought that we were even going to move to the States at this stage. So we had to arrange everything, you know, with difficult time zones and all that kind of stuff. And I had found a florist and they had told me, unfortunately, that peonies would not be an option because of the season and because they were a little bit more than our budget. And so the day of the wedding happened, um, another side story is that I got my dress back from the cleaners and the zipper was completely off the back of the dress. That's a story for another day. Uh, but thing after thing just seemed to become an obstacle. It was really windy and we waited for the wind to die down and the flowers had arrived. And to my absolute surprise, can you guess what they were? Peonies. Not only that, they weren't the ones that I even attempted to order. They weren't even the replacement that I had agreed upon, like even the same kind of color scheme. They were the exact same flowers that I had placed on my vision board. And so today, going over the, the the three key reasons why your vision board isn't working, I really had to reverse engineer the things that I did during that time to help you. And I've helped thousands upon thousands of people over the last decade as a manifestation mentor to really lean into those subtle nuances of how um, of how we create our reality and some of the more often overlooked elements when it comes to the law of attraction and drawing into your life what it is that you really want. So the first reason that your vision board might not be working, and I'm speaking to you and assuming that you're a person that loves creating vision boards. You love getting that stack of magazines or printing out the photos that really inspire you and sitting down with the glue and a glass of wine perhaps, and just really taking that time to create something beautiful. And so One of the key reasons that I've seen that people's vision boards don't work for them is that they're separated from the emotional connection of it. Now, remember, it's your emotions and your feelings that are what manifests. So the more you can lean into the imagery that elicits that emotion, for me, creating a very specific wedding board Um, or vision board for my wedding day for that beautiful incredible day that I dreamed of since I was a little kid since my my first wedding didn't really turn out as planned Um, I really allowed myself to get carried away with the details and feeling my way into the the most memorable day of my life and that's what I encourage you to do as well to really choose images that elicit that emotional response because your emotions then curate your vibration and that's the signal that's sent out to the universe for the universe to then respond to and in your desired reality the second thing (laughs) so on top of a lack of emotional connection which is so easy to do right sometimes If you are a visual person or a creative person, you can get really carried away at creating a very pretty and visually appealing vision board that lacks that emotion. Um, But the second thing, and this is something that I've seen so much over the years, is that people will be all enthusiastic about creating the vision board and then they're embarrassed by it or they don't want their spouse or their family to see what they are in the process of creating. Now, this is this is totally fine and understandable, but you've got to remember that if you're not comfortable sharing that part of yourself with other people, what's it going to be like 
when those things manifest into your life? Are you going to hide the yacht? <laughs> Are you going to hide the the new job, the new romance, the hot body that you're um, wanting to attract and create in your life? Just remember, do it with a sense of, um, how do I put this? I, I want to say, I want to say strength and confidence. And I'm not saying that you need to hide it away, but, or, or place it in a prominent place, like above the fireplace or, uh, on your refrigerator in the kitchen, but just place it in somewhere that's your specific space, whether it's your bedroom or, um, your office. And another really powerful hack or tip that you can use if you're not hundred percent comfortable sharing your vision board front as a front and center piece, you can take a photo of it and use it as a screensaver on your computer or on your phone. And the reason for this is that one of the, the key things, and this brings me to point number three, is that most people don't take enough time to spend with their vision boards. They, they tend to just do it one and done, put it away, forget about it. But sitting there as part of your manifestation practice, especially after doing a meditation, is incredibly powerful. You have to spend time with your vision board. So the more you can imprint your subconscious mind, the more you will change your vibration and the more you can offer that those points of differentiation to the field of infinite potential, the more you'll notice that different things begin to show up in your reality. So just to recap, number one, that perhaps your vision board is lacking emotional connection and a way around that is to use words that really inspire, empower and uplift you. Uh, the second thing, you're embarrassed by it. You don't want to attract attention. You want to stay really under the radar and not, it's a big truck outside in the street. It's all right. Keeping it real. I manifested that, right? <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep it going. The second thing is that you're embarrassed by your grand dreams for the future. For Imagine... Now, this is, this is a really blunt and real way of approaching it. And you have to ask yourself this. Are you embarrassed of the person that you are becoming, right? Or do you doubt the process? Do you doubt that the universe is going to deliver your desires into your reality? And if that's a yes, then really examine that and try and think of creative ways that you can strengthen your confidence to show your friends and your family and the people in your environment that you are in the process of transforming your life. Now, the last thing is that you don't take enough time with it. And it's like anything, if it is important to you, you must prioritize it. Make a reminder every single day to place it on your calendar. Spend five minutes with your vision board, really going into that space of meditation to connect with who you are in the process of becoming. And this isn't just woo-woo, bunkum, this, this crap doesn't work, right? It works, but you have to put the energy and the time into it. And most people don't take that time out of their busy day to actually focus on who they are becoming. And this is key. This is imperative. Uh, this, this reminds me of something that I'm working on in my own life right now, which is my physical health. And I um, recently signed up to this free challenge. It's called 75 Hard. It's by a guy whose name is Andy Frisella. And 
it's a tough challenge. I was drawn to it because of how tough it is. It's definitely not for everybody. And it's definitely not for the faint hearted because you have to do these five core things every single day. And I'll be recording a podcast episode after I finish the process because it is quite intense. Um, it is 75 days of doing two workouts every single day. And one of those workouts has to be outside. Those uh, workouts are 45 minutes each. So every day I have to work out 90 minutes and then I have to drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, take a progress photo, as well as no cheat meals, no alcohol and sticking to a specific eating plan, right? So this, like I mentioned, it's not for the faint hearted, but already at the time that I'm recording this episode, I'm already 12 days in and I've noticed a radical difference in my energy. And again, it speaks to that level of consistency and bring it back to your vision board, who you are in the process of becoming. The more you can uh, delegate time into your day or designate, not delegate, because <laughs> that'd be <laughs> telling somebody else to do it. The more you can designate time in your day for your manifestation habits, the more you will begin to see momentum building up inside your reality and you'll slowly or maybe even quickly, who knows, it is an amplified process. You'll begin to see different results coming back to you. This is what it's all about. You must take the time every single day to meditate, to uh, explore your intentions and your goals, to dream really big about the life that you're creating for yourself. And also spending time visualizing. Visualization is such a powerful intuitive faculty that sometimes goes a little bit unnoticed. Sorry, just have to, I should have put my phone on silent. <laughs> um, so that is it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here. If you are watching this episode on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. I'm going to be doing more of these. If you liked it, please hit the thumbs up button. If you are listening on any podcasting platform, it always means the world to me to read your reviews. So please go ahead and do that because this is the way the message and the mission of the Manifest Your Best Life podcast is shared with millions of people around the world. And that's really what I am super passionate about to support you on your journey to manifesting. So thank you so much for being here with me today. And in the meantime, challenge yourself to really dive into your manifestation habits. Lots of love and bye for now.